Welcome to Cram Bamble, a podcast about nothing in particular, but eventually, like the kings of old, as the worries of the world wore on their shoulders, they started looking into different avenues, darker paths, things that shouldn't be toyed with. Hey, Kirsten, question for you. How do you register a paranormal investigation as a business? <laughs> Are you genuinely asking me? Yeah. So if, if I was, you know, quote unquote, a paranormal investigator. I'd need to get like an ABN, but how do I legally justify that as a business to A, charge people without being labeled as a con man? You've come and- to the right place. Yes. I, on me. I needed to set up an ABN because I was the manager of a very successful band, meaning successful, meaning we booked one gig a year. Ooh. Yeah. They don't care what your business is, what it's, you can write down consultancy. Because that would be what you're doing as a paranormal investigator. And they'll just, they'll give anyone an ABN. They want the tax money. Yeah, but then how do I get that? So maybe registering the business wasn't as, as descriptive as I want. How do I then convince people to pay me money to be an investigator? Do I need like a grant from a, from a museum or a, or a university? Nope. I reckon you would start by finding people who are in haunted houses who have purchased a house. Cannot get out of the deal, much like House and Haunted Hill and all the other creepy, creepy TV shows. You. And say, I will get rid of your ghosts for you. And that way you can either live in this house, even though you'd be living with the trauma of having had ghosts in here, Mm. but you'd be able to, with a clear conscience, resell it. Oh. And so then anything I purchase to do with. Oh my God, I've just come up with a great idea. Yeah. You got a real estate agent. Yes. You make up your own certification, and then if anybody asks about a house that they're leasing or um, selling, yes. you can go, this is certified ghost-free. Ooh. So if anyone comes in and goes, oh, Marjorie, we need to look at that house down the road. Oh, I don't know, Kenneth. I think it looks a bit haunted. The real estate agent can go, we have certification from a paranormal <gasps> investigator that this is definitely not haunted. Yes. And you charge them for the privilege. I dig it. Now, this is also a con, <laughs> but it's, but it, or is it? Like, I would go through with an EMF is reader. It? Like, I would actually do the legwork. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, consultancy. Oh, my God. I've just, we've given everybody Van. such an incredible money making idea right now. I need to have conversations with the major real estate agents. Okay. So, here's the thing there's always going to be the skeptic and the real estate agent, right? And they're going to be like, no, this is nonsense. We need to convince them that the job we are doing for them is legitimate and important. You know what we need to do? We need to capture ghosts and release them into people's houses. Like a catch and release program. We can be the Rex Hunt of the ghost world. We just kind of move the ghosts a little bit further. Because there would be weird people out there who would want to live in a haunted house. Oh, yeah. And then we could sell them the particular ghosts they want. (gasps) Do you want a kitchen ghost? Would you like a bathroom ghost? Would you like a general haunting? Or something a bit spookier, a bit darker? Shut the fuck up. Ghost pets. Yep. Pet ghosts. Yeah, exactly. We would have- Both. You could go on the website, be like, adopt this particular ghost. <gasps> but wait. No. Does selling somebody the ghost of a human count as slavery? No. Sick. <gasps> no. We don't. If, if you got charged for it, that would mean that the authorities would have to admit that ghosts exist. 
and they would thus legitimizing the second business. Exactly. <gasps> okay. So now I just need to figure out how to capture ghosts, keep them in something safe that I can then release them into areas or okay, teach none them of that is difficult. <sighs> Fuck podcasting. Yeah, I know. I'm just going to do this. Um, yeah, capturing ghosts and putting them in spirit vessels <gasps> is not that tricky. Uh, you yes. just have to go onto either Etsy or eBay. Apparently, super easy. None of that doll shit, though. Oh, no, you wouldn't put... I mean, if people want to doll... It's just so played out. Like, I know, but then it's trapped in the doll. You want it floating freely throughout your house. No, well, you don't want a doll... You don't want a... If, if you got a bad ghost, because, you know, sometimes you're going to get a bad egg. You don't want a ghost to have articulated limbs. So you want something like haunted shoe. Oh my yeah, god! You can tie the shoelace to something, shoe. and it'd be like it'd be like woo, float around. Oh no! Or if it's, it's a the clog, haunted shoe. If it's a clog, it's making like clack clack sounds. Oh my god! No, if it threw itself at you, that's that's a hard shoe, a clog. Okay, so we can get ghosts, put them in items. Maybe they're a little bit malevolent. We just got to make sure that the the corners are rounded, so to speak. So we put them in plush toys. I've got, a, no, I've got an even better idea. This is crazy. Okay, this is super crazy. Yeah. Remember how we were talking about zombification? Yes. Um, and you can actually put spirits into dead bodies, right? Oh, this is getting dangerous. All right. This is that dark path I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. But it's super sweet because you do it with goldfish. So you would I have mean, haunted goldfish. It's, it's one of those things that's cool because you did it. But then it's less exciting because it doesn't do much. Like sea monkeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, my God, they oh, had Sea monkeys have got little houses. And then you look and you're like, oh. They're brine shrimp. They're brine shrimp. Yep. Like the goldfish thing is cool. It's, I mean, it's still going to rot, though. It's going to be like rotten bits of goldfish. going to stink. But if you can put true, a ghost true, true, true. In, a, in a plush toy, you've essentially got Pokemon. Oh, we could combine it with my other idea yes. of scented things called snuggle pigs. Snuggle pigs, trademark, don't steal that. But they're sentient. They're scented and sentient. <gasps> I'm trying to find a ghost pun to do his scent, but I can't think of anything at the moment. Damn it. Mmm. 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 Made with hypoallergenic and good ghost vibes for sensitive people. There's something, and I'm going to think of it tomorrow. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, well, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll retcon the joke on this. Gotcha. But, hey, let's leave gotcha. a blank space here where we can okay. insert a joke we come up with later and okay. no one will know. Okay. On a completely unrelated joke, on a complete joke, on a completely unrelated <laughs> note, if you could have sex with a ghost, you- does that count as cheating? Wow. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, it's all about intent. That's the easiest thing to answer in the world. You could say ghost, llama, couch. So if, if, if your partner has sex with a couch, is that cheating? No. That's masturbation. Yeah. Llama, that's wrong. Not touching that. <laughs> but ghost. Yeah, but like I said, it's about intent. Let's say the ghost's like, ooh, I'm a seductive ghost. Ooh, look at my abs. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sexy ghost with abs. <laughs> look at look at look at my seventeen hundreds abs and twirled mustache. <laughs> I mean, it could have died yesterday. It could just be like. Well, I'm not saying Joe the barber. One from you know 
1700. So it's just, you know. That's what they find it really annoying. Like it's never a cool, funky hipster ghost that died from, you know, vaping. Yeah. It's always someone from the 1700s. Maybe you have to like uh, paranormally marinate before you can become a ghost. Like maybe there's a period where you're just kind of trapped and stewing in your own angry ghost juices. Before you purgatory can- and someone yeah. has you are trapped in purgatory and if no relatives pray you out Ooh. then you get made into a ghost how's that for a threat and they I'm give off? you give me money or i'm not going to pray you out of purgatory no they give you until your generational line is too watered down Ooh. oh no, no no the last person has forgotten you Ooh. and that's why it takes so long that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes really high into in depth into the Mexican culture. Oh, yes. Because they was they've got that very big tradition of if you forget your ancestors, they die in purgatory. They That's go to I hell. The day of the dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you've got to remember Bring all your them back ancestors. And, yeah. So That's that ties cool. in really well there with ghosts. Okay, so not cheating. All right. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, it is. It, like I said, it's intense. So if a sexy ghost comes up and goes, ooh, I'm a sexy ghost, and you say, well, yeah. Brown chicken, brown cow. Yeah, exactly. I'm definitely down for this. I'm down to clown. Down to clown ghost. That's a fetish for someone, sure. Oh, yeah. Um, there's got to be something sexy with a ghost. I'm down to... Nope, nothing rhyming there. Oh, there's such this a This is why bad... we shouldn't record at 8pm at night. <laughs> Our brains aren't working. No, my brain's working just fine. Oh, 200, sure. 200 years from now, mm-hmm. fuckboy ghost is going to be like, finally, I can officially ghost someone. Bad joke. Double ghost. Oh, that wasn't even a joke. Okay. Okay, I'm on a ghost roll now. So we're talking about- Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Just to cut that off and make sure no, there's no- because people are out there sitting going, is it? Is it? That's true. That's a fair point. I need to know if my, it is. My friend also wants to know. Yeah. Oh, yes. Your friend. Yes. J- 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 Jerry. Jerry James. Jerry James. JJ, we call him. Oh, Jerry. Jerry James. Oh, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Uh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, Jerry. intent. So if you're up for it, yeah, that's cheating. But if the ghost forces itself onto you, I would say no. Because, like, it's not cheating if someone as dark as that's getting forces you into relations in real life. Relations. Interesting choice of words. It's the the word that rhymes with crepe. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. So. We've now got an idea of If a ghost how. makes crepes for you, that- n- No. 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 Like a French chef ghost. Would they cook? That could work in with the, our first one of where we give you ghosts. So there's a particular ghost who always, always cooking because it was like, it's their unfinished business to make the greatest masterpiece of food. If they're strong enough to like hold frying pans and stuff, because I think some of them have to be like very emotionally strong to move things. Yeah, yeah. No, this one would be, you know, it's, it's his legacy. It's, he's also, you know, 18th century. You couldn't have an electric stove, though. Because when oh, there's ghosts course, around the power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. EMF. Out. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Like it, it goes all wiggity. And oh, well, it's a gas stove. Easy. Done. Yeah. But what about like the blender? Or- 
No, well, I mean, how did they cook food in the 1800s? That's, I just thought of that as I was saying that. <laughs> Fair point. They didn't have blenders 200 years ago because of ghost marination. Yeah, yeah. That's the title of this one. Marinated ghosts. Marinated ghosts. So, we've kind of got a, an idea of how I would go about making a legitimate paranormal business of con artists. Mm-hmm. Here's something else that I was thinking of. Yep. So, you've got all these quote-unquote haunted houses in America. You've just been watching American Horror Story, which is about, like, ghosts and this camera crews and stuff. Yep. I've got to admit, I've always loved, just for the record, I've always absolutely adored American Horror Story. Like, every re- iteration has been brilliant, apart from this one. This is the only American Horror Story I've ever seen. Look, the actors are sublime. They're yeah. always very good, because these are the same ones for each one. They're obviously just different characters. Oh, they use the same host of actors for mm-hmm. each. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Colton Haynes wasn't in it. Oh, maybe he just got pulled in for one, though. It was an actor that was in the previous season. He, he was a, I think he was a detective. He had bleached blonde hair. Okay. Anyway. Um, no, no, no. There's about five or six, no, five actors who they all use okay. continuously. Oh. But yes, um, this one, I don't know. They tried to sort of break that. Third wall. Too Blair Witchy. Wall. Or like even further. Yeah. Uh, like it was like, oh, we've broken the fourth wall. How many seasons? Fourth wall. And like nine seasons. They're running out of ideas. It's sort of very inception. Yeah. And then we pan out. And then we pan out. Uh, and then, yeah, I don't know. It uh, just got to the point where I was like, I, uh, I don't want to see the woman on a, like a Barbara Walters winter show. And- oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Okay, I don't so- know. It was milked a little too hard. I think it should have ended its episode seven. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. So, haunted house. Sorry. No, no. You're all <laughs> good. You're all good. You're all good. Mm. We, got, we got, for example, haunted house A. I don't know why I said A. It's just going to be the one house. Hill house. And you've got, there's, it always, well, whenever we see it, because it's TV shows and books and all that kind of stuff. There's a paranormal investigative crew, ghost hunters or, you know, specter spies or whatever they want to call themselves. Mm -hmm. What if two crews of paranormal investigators get to one location? Is there a form of etiquette for ghost hunters on one location? Is it kind of like the old prospectors that would have to stake out a claim and no one else was allowed to go near it? I feel like there actually there's a level of camaraderie. I mean, I don't know. But in our area of expertise, yes, and with the people that we've bumped into, yes, I feel like there is a level. It's more we're more excited to find something, whether we do it together or apart, That's and it's fair. easier and more fun to do it together. I know it's not the answer you wanted. You want two rival crews battling to no, find no, the ghost. No, I was, I was but I really do think that they would go. Oh, let's do this together. We've got double the equipment and double the legs to walk around the house. Yeah. You know, I just feel like they would work together collaboratively. And if they don't, run them out of town. Because I think it's a brotherhood and sisterhood. Gotcha. Hello. But what if they've both been corrupted by the networks and it's opposing networks? Oh, okay. So, you know, like one's... And they have to engage in a death match in the house. Channel 10 versus ABC. Yeah. Uh, Sci-Fi Channel versus History Channel. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Like the Ancient Aliens crew versus... I don't know. 
Joey McShoots a ghost. Yep. Crossing over. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Okay, that makes sense. There'd be like that level of, oh, wow, other people believe what we believe. Validation. Oh, my gosh, you've got a girl on your team. We should date because this is literally the only other time I've ever seen a girl. You're the only female <laughs> I've ever met. Yeah. Even the female ghosts avoid me. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I was, you know, Eve's watching. Eve's watching? your show and it got me thinking about ghosts and mm. I was like yes I want, I want to buy that book too the book that I looked at that I was going to buy originally and then ended up buying those five cryptid books mm-hmm. still got to buy that ghost book you're going to want to buy this book that I've just found but I can't unlock it because my finger's too sweaty oh look oh man ah boop boop just casually watching person scroll through. It's oh. called the Book of Taku Taku. Ooh, um, it? it's the third volume in my Yokai Encyclopedia series. <gasps> Japanese demons and ghosts, all spirits, and ghosts and spirits. Yep, um, Japanese spirits and monsters. I was listening to a video. About- I didn't realize that Yokai was the name for it. I thought it was that kid's TV show. <laughs> Oh, gotcha. I only just recently discovered that the word is yokai for, like, Japanese demons, which is super cool. Um, oh, I wish I could. And they're not demons. Oh, they're not demons? No. They're spirits? Yeah, because I was just reading about, is it Kitsune? Yeah. So the fox ones? Yes. They're super good. I think they're one of those gods that- No, 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 you can't. You have good ones, which are um, travel, uh, protect Shinto- Shrines? Yeah. I think they're not expressly evil, but they have their own personalities. Yeah, some of them are yeah. trickster ones. And then there's Baku, which I think you'll really, really love. Yeah. He, this is one of my favorites. Baku. Baku. Appearance. The Baku is a strange holy beast that has the body of a bear, the head of an elephant, the eyes of a rhinoceros, the tail of an ox, and the legs of a tiger. That sounds pretty crazy. Chimera creatures. I think once it gets past two animals, which it like goes full chimera, my interest wanes. I know what you I mean. Feel like, like it's now it's just a weird amalgamation. I can understand how the old stuffy English zoologists felt when someone was like, "Oh, there's this thing called a platypus." It's and got the tail of a it. duck, the body of a mole, and then they got to the third, and they're just like, "Shut the tail up, of a duck." No, it's the tail foolish. of the. Tail of a beaver. Beaver. So, yeah, it might not even be that a chimera. It could just be someone describing an animal like a platypus. Oh, I, I wasn't saying that particular one was a chimera, but anything that has more than one animal part, my brain just chimeras it. And I just uh-huh. get really I'm like, oh, God, just pick something. But they just like, oh, it's got this. It just sounds okay, like. Okay, so I'm going to retcon this. Retcon? Yeah. Um, it is a large animal with powerful legs and a trunk. Ooh. Like there you a go. wooden trunk that it keeps bodies in? I know, I'm joking. It's an <laughs> elephant's trunk. I got it. No, no, no. <laughs> it's actually good. It's a really, really good guardian spirit, but this is what I thought was adorable. Ooh. They feed on the dreams of humans, specifically bad dreams. Oh. Evil spirits and yokai fear Baku and flee from them, which is quite sweet. But I thought the sweetest thing ever yeah. is that the Baku's written name and image have been used as symbols of good luck and talismans throughout Japanese history. Oh, that's cool. This is really cute. In the old days, it was even common to embroider the kanji for Baku onto your pillows in order to avoid Oh, that's super dreams. cool. I like that. Isn't that sweet? I just thought that was really cute. 
I want that. If any um, listeners want to embroider a pillow with uh, kanji fubaku on it, I would definitely love that. Yeah, I think at one point we will get a um, like a PO box set up. Yeah. People can send you their big pics. <laughs> you and your big pics. Oh, jeez Louise. <laughs> get your pics out. <laughs> All right. Did you, before I keep hijacking this even further and go full paranormal, did you have any questions you wanted to ask? Sometimes no, like that was literally, off. I just, I have that was been the thing? really, really, really enjoying, um, and I might do a Japanese um, yokai uh, yeah. every episode because there are hundreds of them. Oh, easy, and yeah. And a lot of them are just, well, I particularly like that one. I thought for it was sure, really sure. sweet. I just finished that book of fairies. Mm-hmm. I say finished very lightly because there was a very long painful story at the end that this particular author had just cut and pasted basically which was very sad i hate that at least paraphrase for me what am i paying for i could have just got the the original story yeah there was a lot of references like this keats and this 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 and yeah i can see what they did but it i don't know it's just it's almost like reading a wikipedia article it is almost like reading a wikipedia page but I like, yeah, the whole fairy thing. I really dig it because you struggle so hard to find something like vicious and malevolent and like truly cruel. And there wasn't much in it. It's one of those things that you're really hoping for. Like a lot of cultures will have something like truly vicious and they're just chaotic, but not in a, like a super mean way. So in a D&D way, they're chaotic neutral. Yeah. Or chaotic good. Yeah. Oh, just... Yeah, I think more chaotic neutral. I mean, some had kind of good inclinations, but everything was, it was very reflective of the human mind where it wasn't there's something expressly evil or expressly good. It just depends on them individually. I mean, you had things like the Kelpie, which was like the the demon water horse. That seems like it's pretty evil. But it wasn't, it didn't have that level of sentient intent, if that makes sense. Mm. It was more like a force of nature. It just acted like a tiger. If you walked into the forest, exactly, it's going to eat you. And it's not because it hates you and wants you to do you harm. Exactly. It's like, hey, lunch. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, in the same way as an anglerfish, you know, lures things with lights. Mm. It would lure people with music and things like that. But it it wasn't trying to steal your soul or anything like that. It was just drowning you because that's that's what it was. It was just the nature of it. But the um. A bit like that old proverb with the scorpion and the frog. Yes. Yeah. 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 Just running. Why did you nature. sting me? <laughs> it's in my nature. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but reading. I never th- understood what was the moral of that story. Some people are just awful. Uh. Uh. I. Th- I think I could be wrong. I think the main push of it was, you know, it's a scorpion. Mm. Why would you carry it on its back? Because it says it's not going to sting you. It's a scorpion. I think the the, the oh, message okay. there the is, message there if is- you know someone's a terrible person and they swear they're not, but you know for a fact, based on their nature, and then they go and do something, you're the one to blame because it's their nature. Yeah. So, like, if we were to put that in a real life context, like, don't go back to a, an abusive ex. Yes, because it's in their nature. Yeah. They're you not going to change. Yeah. It's, it's on you. Mm. Not to, you know, that's pushing into a different area where- you know, it's still a terrible thing to do that. But the person who goes back, they are to blame partially because oh, yeah. they knew. Yeah. And I think that's the kind of the message. Yeah. But also, yeah, don't pick up scorpions. 
Yeah, in a literal, very literal Literally way. <laughs> don't pick up scorpions. Um, okay. Do, I mean, do we them. need to? Oh, you can Google it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, oh, do we need to, you know, explain the story for people who haven't heard it? But just go and Google scorpion and the frog. Yeah, scorpion and the frog. It's it's an old. Is it an Aesop fable? I don't think it is. I think it's just an old. I don't know. It's just something someone told me story. you hear sometime just an old in life. Story. Yeah. Yeah. And we like old stories. We do like old stories. The older, the better. They make more sense than new stories these days. Everything's become so much more complex. I need an example. Um, I can't think of a new story. That's a good point. I think anything that involves a computer is just going to be confusing anyway. Anyway, I've got to find out about getting an ABN for a paranormal investigation <laughs> job. <laughs> There's so much you could do with it as well. If we were looking, I was thinking about the certification part of it and, uh, you know, it's all good and well to certify a place isn't haunted, but you need to have verified we've had to certify this place as haunted. Otherwise, it's just a useless piece of paper. Yeah. So, uh, but I was thinking some, pe- pe- uh, some people want to have a haunted house. Yes. You know, like if they've got get tourists in to come and have a look at it. It's always a crazy white family with two to three children. And they're always Caucasian in the movies. No, okay, in the movies. But no, I was thinking someone who owns a very old house and has ghost tours. Oh, yes. Yeah. They would want proper certification to go there. This is 100% verified haunted. I wonder if Or like those old movie. prisons you can go and do ghost yes. tours of. The You'd jails get with a G. The paranoid. In- paranoid. Paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, paranormal investigators in to come and certify you as haunted. Yes. But, I mean, if it got to a point where there was a certification, it'd be the same as having, like, black mold in a house. You'd have to – you'd have to solve the issue. You couldn't let it remain. I mean, if it ever got to a point where, like, it was legally something that you put in the description. Like, okay, you can't sell a house to someone if it's haunted. You're not allowed to. Oh, no, I think it would depend on the grade. So, we would have a grading system. Like, this is haunted but level green. Oh, oh, this is haunted level red. Like a little color sticker with yep. like a ghost face. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah. <laughs> the Casper rating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, this is, this is five Caspers, so it's super friendly. <laughs> I don't know, honey, it's an orange Casper. Oh, look, it's not red. We can handle it. It's a purple ghastly. <laughs> Just, it's a purple ghastly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. Let's not even do a viewing. Oh, no. Yeah, just burn it to the ground. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Burn it to the ground. How many Japanese apartments in a in a world? Let's you know again. Make this our imaginary canon. This is Cram Bamble canon, guys. Mm. In a world where we've accepted that ghosts exist and they can haunt locations. Oh, of course. What percentage of Japanese apartments. houses and apartments? I think the older the culture, the more ghosts they'd have. So, you know, like old villages in England. China. Would be chock-a-block, but so would China. Would the ghosts pile up, you know, because the housing is so cramped in and there must have been multiple people who've died in the same apartment over the years. Like, would you end up with like 15 ghosts all trying to share this one apartment? I mean, I I guess it's similar to water. I guess the warmer the location is, the more you can supersaturate it. The more ghosts you can fit. Okay, let's 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 think about this though, because obviously the ghost sightings aren't as prevalent. If <clears throat> every like what I'm saying is, if everybody 
turned into a ghost after they died would be overpopulated with ghosts. It would be crazy. So yes. there's got to be certain circumstances where some people are ghosting and some aren't. So if we're going with my original premise that it's because they're the people they've purgatory. left behind yes. yet haven't prayed them out of purgatory. Gotcha. All right. So that would really, especially in places like Japan and China where they are very um, attached to tradition, yes. they would do a lot of praying and gotcha. I think your, your ghost saturation would be low is what I'm saying. Gotcha. I think in you know, modern Western countries though where we tend to forget our great-grandparents quite quickly, there'd gotcha. be more ghosts because they're not, they're not moving, they're not budging out of purgatory. So what about African countries? Well, they've also got a very long tradition of um, ancestors, you know, remembering their ancestors. So I think, yeah, there'd be very few ghosts there as well. What if ghosts? But I think there is a difference between a ghost and a spirit. And I think think there's – because you can take the spirit out of someone, so their soul. Gotcha. And I think there's a difference between a soul and a ghost. Okay. And I think that in African countries in particular, uh-huh. they do have a lot of soul removal in their folklore. From a dead person or a living person? Both. You can, <clears throat> you, you can take a soul out of a living person, and that's a level of zombification Whoa. as well. Yep. <clears throat> so the body just becomes an empty vessel. So you're telling me- Uh-huh. Somebody in Africa has already perfected the method that I need to put souls into Pokemon dolls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's huge in Africa. Um, yes. in Yeah, yeah. The mo- putting souls and trapping them is, yeah, big in the voodoo tradition. Mm. So if I want a real haunted doll or shoe, I want an African eBay seller. Or Haitian. Haitian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You want voodoo. Yeah. Well. I've got some Google searching to do. Yeah, exactly. There you go, people. I'm giving you some excellent questions to ask your eBay seller if you find a haunted doll that you're quite particularly fond of. Yeah, find out, you know, how the spirit was trapped in there. And if if they mention slight Haitian or voodoo, you can go, well, this might be legit. Excellent. Alrighty. Well, we're at the 30-minute mark. Hey, nice. That, That conversation about ghosts... Was not long enough for my liking, but we can always. Jump oh gosh, we're always going to come back to bring ghosts. me some of them yokai. Mm-hmm. Digging that. Uh, well, thank you, listeners. Uh, my name's Taz. Thanks for joining us. I'm Kirsten, and this has been Cram Bamble. Um, we're going to come up with a, a closing phrase eventually, but not today. <laughs> Bye. Bye.